Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to episode number 201. Coming to you this evening from the same location that I came to you from the last few evenings. My porch, screened-in porch, back of my house, my favorite place. I call it Serenity Place or Shalom Place. And it's a kind of a different evening. It's, it's a little bit damp. There was some rain earlier. Not a lot of rain, but just some drizzle. You can see the clouds in the sky. And a little bit of cool breeze is kind of blowing in around me. And just a few minutes ago, as I was meditating, sitting here meditating, I felt the breeze kind of swirling, which was kind of interesting. Um, It's open, it's covered, but it's all screen. So it's screen all the way around on on three sides. The house is on one side, of course. But I can feel the the air entering and, and kind of swirling. In fact, right now as I speak, I can feel it just sort of on my legs and, and kind of in my upper body. And it's, it's just a strange kind of air pattern, how it moves. And when I was meditating, I was focusing on my breath, but also focusing on where on my body I could feel this breeze and, and the coolness and the presence of that breeze. And this got me thinking that there is a God presence moment in there. And I'm grateful that you are with me this evening so that I can share that with you. And I did today, as I have done each day, kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to notice, recognize, point out the experience of the presence of God. And again, I'm grateful that you're here with me this evening so that I can share that with you. So I'm sitting in this seat where I sat this morning and... I meditated this evening in the seat because I wanted to finish this morning before I prayed and meditated. I wanted to finish a book that I've been reading. And um, it is a book that that actually I started reading on my vacation um, more than, I guess, almost three weeks ago. And um, I don't know if I said this as part of my reflection, um, my pod, my podcast, this podcast, when I was on vacation, but when we were in Nashville, I found this incredible bookstore called McKay's used bookstore. Amazing, huge, uh, had books and CDs and DVDs and video games and albums. I mean, it was amazing. And uh, I think I did talk about it. I, I believe I did talk about it, but I found this book for, I think it was a dollar 50 and, um, called Rabbi Jesus. And I started reading it on the trip and have have just continued to read it. And quite honestly, I have to be honest, I love to read, but I start way more books than I finish. And I think that's okay. But occasionally a book comes along that just captures my attention. And this book, even though it was nonfiction and it is written by a tremendous scholar in the area of biblical studies and Aramaic and languages and and Jewish um, antiquities. Um, It was really written as as a biography or as as a telling of Jesus's life and specifically the telling of his life from his Jewish sense. So what this author did was take what Jesus's Jewish experience would have been um, of God and of his own role and just really fleshed it out and took stories from the gospel 
and kind of reordered them into what really was very a very compelling story. And he says it's speculation, and really even the Gospels were speculation about Jesus because they were written, you know, decades after his death and resurrection. But the story that he wrote in this Rabbi Jesus book, and again, the author's name is Bruce Chilton. I don't know if I mentioned that, but it was just very, very compelling. And I really wanted to finish reading it this morning. So I sat out here this morning in the same chair and, and read until I finished, sort of, because the rain came and the wind picked up and the wind was blowing the rain through the same screens that are allowing the cool breeze to come in and, and blow around me that I just described. And I guess I was struck as I was reading this this book, um, the biography of Jesus and the story of Jesus's experience of, of God from his Jewish um, heritage and his Jewish um, faith experience. And this idea of, of feeling the elements and experiencing the elements wind and rain and breeze um, around me as I meditated, it, it just all sort of coalesced because there were a lot of takeaways from this book. There's a lot that it gave me a lot to think about, about life in the gospel times and, and Jesus's own sense of himself. And it, it, it's, it's actually a book I need to go back and reread because there, there was so much in it. And, and um, I want to go back and highlight it and, and find things that I can use in my teaching and in my own um, faith and prayer and reflection. But I think the thing that struck me the most was Chilton, the author, really goes into Jesus's mystical experience and how he learned this from John the Baptist. Many scholars have said Jesus was probably almost certainly a disciple of John the Baptist for a while. And that's a, a major theme in in this um, Rabbi Jesus um, book. But Chilton talks a lot about how Jesus had this very, very deep mystical experience of the chariot of God and the throne of God. And these are both images that come from the Old Testament, specifically Ezekiel and Isaiah and the prophets and how Jesus really saw himself in this line of the prophets and how he had this incredible um, Kabbalah, which is a word that we are very familiar with today in, in sort of the Jewish mystical experience that gets thrown around and kind of misused and quite frankly trivialized by people like Madonna and others who you know, talk about the Kabbalah and, and, and their faith. But this was Jesus experiencing it and, and this tradition from Judaism. And I guess it, it was a real eye-opener because, again, the, the scripture – the Gospels show Jesus praying. They show him going away to quiet places and deserted places. And we even hear some of his prayers, certainly the Lord's Prayer we hear, but also he prays a number of times in John's Gospel and in other places. And I guess I never really thought about his own meditative experience and how that informed and influenced everything that he did in his ministry and how he experienced God as breath, as, as, as the life force that was in him and, um, and around him. And how, how much breath plays into the Gospels and breath plays into the Pentecost and healing. And 
my breathing and my meditative practice and the wind in the air swirling around me and the elements, it just all seemed to coalesce. And it all seemed for me to point to God and God's presence with me. God's presence that Jesus felt so completely and so fully in his life and his ministry and in his followers, his friends and his disciples, those who, who, who walked with him, how they experienced that and how they carried that forward and how we continue to carry that forward and the church today and, and each and every one of us, but also that spirit that is the same spirit that is found in, in 12 step rooms and in so many other places um, because God's spirit permeates everything. And whenever we are open to that and in touch with that spirit of breath and connection and relationship and love, then we are in awareness of the power of God's presence. So I don't know if this is a real focused, linear sort of reflection tonight, but it just felt, felt like pieces coming together for me. And, and I think the tying piece is this place, this seat, and the different time of day, certainly, but also a similar experience of God throughout it all. So again, the question is breath and wind and air, one of the four elements, and how, do, how does that element point you to God, help you to experience God? What does it teach you about the nature of God, who God is? And how can you better use awareness of breath and wind and air and the other elements to help you to experience the presence of God? As always, thanks for being here. Blessings and peace.